I'm going to start with telling you a really funny dream I had. I woke up yesterday knowing that I had spent hours and hours with this ad that I've been getting on Instagram and everywhere. Uh, Her name is Krista Mayshore, and she's doing something next week. It's a free masterclass. It's a free thing. And for some reason, I think her ads switched to like, get it now while it lasts, like doors are closing, blah, blah, blah. Of course, it's free and she's running it next week. So I'm guessing doors will still be open. But I woke up with this feeling of like, oh my gosh, I should sign up for that, even though I know I can't attend live because I'm busy. I'm going to be in a workshop in Houston next week. So that was me waking up and realizing that like my work infiltrates my dreams today. (laughs) The ads on Instagram are inside my brain. I get you. That is such a common thing. I don't think it ever goes away, though. Like, it just becomes pervasive. But that's what happens also when you love your work. That's true. Like, I think there's such a difference there for most people that they're like, oh, you're a workaholic. And I'm like, no, I just really love my work. Really love. Yes. Could I use more breaks? (laughs) Yes. But I do love my work. So, yeah, it's always on the brain. But ads running in your brain is that's <laughs> right. Well, it wasn't. It was. It was not like the ad itself ran in my brain. But I'm. I'm. I'm so targeted by this woman and by this ad that I've been exposed to it many times. I haven't clicked on. I see it too often, and therefore I see it even more times. But, but to your point, I've been thinking a lot about the time that I spent working and the time that I spend doing something that's not work, <laughs> and um. You know, I have to say that as much as people preach that um, things shouldn't, your work shouldn't take over your life and it shouldn't, there is something about when you're building it. There is something about when you're like laying that foundation, getting momentum, getting people in the door, finessing your message, you know, starting it. I mean, I'm in startup mode over here. excitement, you know, especially when you start finding that momentum. Yeah. And then you don't want to lose it because you're like, let's go. Right. Let's and go. that <laughs> totally. Um, and I, you know, I love that Hermosi talks about this. He preaches that, you know what? It does take working your tail off until you until you build it, until the empire yeah. is built. And at that point, you can you're managing more freedom. You're you have access to more freedom because there's less of the actual in the business work and you're yeah. being more of the visionary You've got people in place. Systems are running. Um, and so I think a lot about that. And I love that he calls his podcast The Game because I chat about this with my husband, who's also an entrepreneur, and he's like, enjoy this phase. This is the fun part. Right. I would live in that phase all the time, though. <laughs> I think that's like my dream is just to live in that phase. That's what like gets me going. And I think that's why I like to work with other businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband makes fun of me. He's like, you would just like start businesses perpetually when <laughs> like kind of because that's the kind of visionary I am. I'm like, let's do this. But energy levels and everything else, that's just not the way life. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lena, Lena Gothic Wolf, and you are a designer slash brand strategist. Is that a good way to describe you? Yeah, yeah. I, I usually put the strategist first 
mixed designer, yes. I have a background in art and design, but the strategy is really my love. Mm-hmm. Right? That That's my strength, my brilliance, all packaged there. So I lead with strategist. That makes most sense. I think I, I associate with you, you with design also because of your URL, but yeah. I knew you first as a strategist. So that makes total yeah. sense. And But you've been at it at this for like eight plus years. Um, you, I don't feel like you see yourself in the startup stage. I want to talk to you today, uh, not just about where you are in your business, but also about this idea that we were chatting before about how when you're starting a business, there are so many of the fundamental things about getting your offer right, about understanding your audience, about understanding what's the language that you're going to use to connect with your audience. We are all about the emotional connection. In fact, I was just on a page on your website where you hit on the things that make my heart beat faster, which (laughs) is I actually am going to pull it up because I loved the language that you used here. Very specifically, it says, connect with your audience and grow your business. Evoke emotions with your branding. Girl, that's my love language. Like a powerful song and stay true to yourself while crafting your brand story. Um, And these are sort of some of the themes that you talk about and and work with with your clients. Now, the point that I was trying to make is this. We are so focused on building that foundation early on. And sometimes even we're in the sort of you know, more advanced stages of our business, we're focused on these sort of core things. A lot of people skip the step of working with a brand strategist. I think maybe because they feel like it's not something that they need right away. It's it's they can get by and they can make sales without it. So why would I invest in this? Um, You know, they might see it as a nice to have, Uh, just like sometimes they see a brand video as a nice to have. So I want to start by diving into this idea. So when you are speaking with someone who is not coming to you because they already know they need you, they're like, oh, that sounds nice. You do brand yeah. strategy. Just like <laughs> I get that a lot. Like, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. A brand video. Uh, not what I'm needing right now. But I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> let's talk <laughs> about this. Um, yeah, that is definitely just you know, the theme half the time is convincing people that strategy is important, right? Strategy sounds like a hard sell sometimes because they do think, oh, that's extra when Mm -hmm. I need to be making the money and I need to be, you know, tweaking my offer and stuff like that. And I think when you don't, well, you build a really flimsy foundation if you don't have the strategy behind it. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing is you can start off thinking that you're, you know, really developing the solid plan but without the the brand, which is that holistic picture of what you're doing with your business, there's not a lot of purpose and intention behind the things that you're building, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, could you maybe paint this picture, this metaphor? Because yeah. as you were speaking, I think visually all the time, like as people talk Same. to me, visuals come to my head. <laughs> you, you do it because you're a designer too. <laughs> um so the the picture that was coming to my mind is the difference between building a house by just knowing that you have to lay bricks on top of each other and they have to yeah. stick together somehow versus building a house with the actual blueprint yes. that is your dream home. So yeah. you can build a shelter that works, like it keeps the rain from falling on your head, it keeps mm-hmm. the sun from baking your head, um, giving you whatever. <laughs> 
throwing metaphors out there. Let's see what sticks. Yeah. But the idea being like you okay. can build a shelter, but is yeah. it going to be the dream home that will yeah. last through the storm, that will last through the years where you still love it and it's still yeah. working for you and you can bring people in and all the other sort of add-ons to that metaphor? Yeah. Do you, f- do you feel like that's a that's a, like a fair way to describe it? Yeah, for sure. Um, I often try and liken it to like if you're going to get in the car and you're going to drive somewhere, mm-hmm. you will get somewhere. <laughs> but without a map or yeah. like a destination, you probably are never going to end up where you want. Right. And I think that is definitely the point of having that strategy, especially as entrepreneurs, because mm-hmm. we are not building traditional businesses necessarily. Right. We, we don't have somebody to model it from even often. Uh, so when we are looking at it from the perspective of what we bring to the table, you know, what we want from our business for ourselves, and then everything else on, you know, who we're serving and all of these things, you know, actually building funnels and all of these detailed things, where are they going? Yeah. They'll do the thing for long enough until it holds you up because you're not sure what the next step is. So I always tell people, like, build from the beginning, Mm. build from the beginning, build Mm -hmm. for growth. That way you have something that can grow and evolve with you. Yeah. Because that's where I get a lot of my clients. They've been in business for a bit and they started out, they had the wheels turning, they've found some success, but now they're, you know, looking, what are all these pieces I built? They're all Mm. kind of scattered. (laughs) All the bricks, my job. They're stuck together. But like, yeah, what is this thing that? Yeah. Like what? This is, you know, like the Legos are just not going together like the picture, you know, like there's all these metaphors you can use, but that's really what it comes down to. And that's when they turn to me is when Mm. I'm good at finding that line that does run between everything. And usually I do that just by asking them questions because you do know your business better than anyone. Mm -hmm. It's just sometimes we're too close to see what's actually happening i love that and that is what a great guide does right it's somebody who comes in with that playbook if you will it doesn't apply to everyone but it's going to guide us through understanding what your business should be like to fit your dreams to fit your lifestyle you know because one thing is just looking at the business as a wonky pile of bricks that we've just stuck together but it's also thinking about how does that business serve our lifestyle? You know, have we built something that's more of a monster that it consumes us? And, yeah. you know, you, you can get so far in the beginning because you've got that adrenaline and you're rushing and um, and ideally you're getting clients in the door. But is it sustainably the business that you actually want? And I really think that's a part of branding that we don't talk enough about, about how doing the work in the beginning, understanding what your business should stand for and and what are the values that you're bringing to the table? How are you differentiating yourself from everyone else? So anyway, I'm literally talking out of my mouth because, but you're the expert. Speaking my language. Like (laughs) (laughs) this is how I see brand videos, like as this tool that's like, so there's a ton of work that we do before the actual video is created, right? And I know from our conversations, and from understanding brand strategy uh, to to some extent, which is um, that the work that you do is so powerful and I do similar work to get us to a brand video. So tell me about what this looks like, Lena. So Lena, if somebody is, (laughs) what? (laughs) It's all good. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, I get so many Marianas. Oh my lord. I'm like right. Mario life. Like Ariana. I, <laughs> I have four letters in my name and my whole life I've heard it so many different ways. So many it's different amazing ways. what people What's... come up with. <laughs> my my grandpa them? called me Len for a long time. Oh, interesting. I feel like I'm now butchering your name. So how should I? It's Lena. You Lena. Right. Okay. We've talked how many times and it's always been right. You're just second like guessing like, yourself now. I know. I totally am. But I feel like I don't call you by name a whole lot. And I've been doing it like all the time now. I dated a guy once <laughs> and I didn't know he was calling me a different name for like a long time. To other people? My, yeah. Until my friend was like, you know, he's calling you Lena. And I was like, no, I didn't know that because I didn't say my name <laughs> to you. <laughs> we didn't date very long after that. Oh, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> uh, all right, my dear. So somebody's coming to you. They want to do it right. What are yeah. sort of the bullet points that you kind of go through them, go through with them to build that foundation? Yeah. So, I mean, that vision, that's kind of first and foremost is reflecting on why the heck you're doing it, right? Mm. What What do you want out of this? Uh a lot of entrepreneurs, we start from a place of passion, right? Some unique skills that we have or some need we see that we know we can fill in our unique way. Mm-hmm. That gets lost way too often in mm-hmm. the processes. Mm-hmm. So really defining what that looks like to you in the long run. You know, even if it seems like a huge goal, you know, that's far in the distance, it gives you that North Star to kind of look yeah. toward always, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then values, that is kind of, you know, the, the vision is the North Star. That's like the destination. Mm-hmm. The values are how you drive, right? Mm-hmm. Are you speeding? Are you stopping at the stop sign? Are you letting hitchhikers in? You know, <laughs> like what do you value guide? What you value guides how you do business, mm-hmm. right? And that's something that a lot of people skip because they are like, oh, I know what I value. But it's not always that first thing that comes to mind. Most of the time, I find that it's a deeper-rooted mm-hmm. thing that mm-hmm. is actually driving you. Yeah. And, it, I mean, I think as entrepreneurs, there's a lot of crossover in our personal values. Yeah. Um, but that's something I really take a lot of time with my clients on is, okay, tell me how you feel about this. What do you want this business to look like, feel like? You know, what's important to you and how you do business that you're going to feel good about this business. Right. Um, and so that that's a really crucial step that I think that just people skim over. To your point, it guides everything about how yeah. you do it. Right. Yeah. And people skim over it or it's on a worksheet from a coach mm-hmm. and they're just like, write down your values. And I'm like, if somebody can do that from the top of their head, that's great because they've probably done the process mm-hmm. before. What does you the know? process look like? working with you lena i feel like beyond like yeah 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 right here i like five blank lines what are you so i work in interview style we don't do workbooks or anything like that because Mm -hmm. i want to hear it from you from your heart my clients are always like do i have to prepare anything and i'm like no i just want you to talk i want you to talk me through everything and it's my job to mirror back to you Mm -hmm. what you're saying Mm -hmm. um so i feel like in like an optometrist a lot i tell people like is it one or two? <laughs> two or one? Which feels better to you? Uh, I I literally, like, I feel like that's what I do when we're going through the values because I'm like, okay, let's word dump. 
right? Yeah. Like we're going to bring down everything on the paper and then we're going to just kind of sort through it. So that's what it comes out to half mm-hmm. the time is, is like this one better or is this one better? Do they feel <laughs> like the same? Are they the same definition or do they have a different feel? Wow. You know, two or three. Right. And, you know, it's a deep process. I enjoy doing it. Um, mm-hmm. But I think for people who have never done anything like that, it's kind of a scary thing sometimes mm-hmm. because it. I'm asking them to get really deep and introspective. Yeah. Uh, and I think the branding process as entrepreneurs is a really... A process of self-discovery, too. Yeah. And really, a lot of self-awareness is required to do it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of people come out and they're like, oh, this is kind of like business therapy. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, it totally is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I can't. I can't. Like, I can't even tell you how many times doing the work that I do, even before I was focusing on brand videos. As a documentary filmmaker, that's every single person that I did a film on would tell me, like, wow, this felt like therapy. And really the best stories, if I'm just talking about brand videos, the best stories are the ones where we, how do we feel emotionally connected with someone? It's when they're vulnerable and we see inside of them, right? We we understand that process. So you are taking that and, um, and helping that shape their business. I'm taking that and helping them shape their video. But ultimately, I think this conversation has even brought a new layer of understanding for me of how important that is to do that at the beginning of building your business, let alone if it's already been built. It's the idea that without this, you are disconnected from what you're doing. You are not fully represented in the thing that you have decided to spend so much of your time and energy on. Yeah. That's a big part of your life, which is your business. Yeah, it's Um, huge. Ah, yeah, it, it's such a, and that's why I nerd out on it <laughs> because I love it so much. Yeah. And that's why sometimes when I'm saying like strategy is a hard sell, they don't understand what strategy actually is. Right. right. That's like such a word. I so think isn't it because we look at branding as something in it? All right. We think of like, OK, I can see it in your logo. I can see it in your colors. But is that is it a tangible thing I can sell? Yes or no? Yeah. What's my ROI? Right. Well, and that's brand the- versus branding. That's- so that's okay. a very common misconception, too. All right. Let's dive into that because I feel like I wouldn't be able to answer that question. What's yeah. So brand is that big picture. That's what we've been talking about. Right. The the whole, the essence, the soul of your business, what you bring to your business, um, which is different in like corporate built boardroom mm-hmm. businesses than Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs right Mm -hmm. and that's why it is so personal that's why our stories are so important to our businesses right um branding so there's the branding process which is the process of building the brand but then the branding which is actually brand identity but people use branding as like the okay you know the buzzword the keyword yeah that is actually like the the manifestation of everything, right? So that's okay. your voice, your graphics, your colors, your fonts, you know, how you show up on a phone call, how you write your emails, your brand video. It's all that manifestation because design, just like video, it's all visual communication, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so that external part is actually, I think it's more for our audience than us where the brand is us, 
right? Mm -hmm. Because the branding, the outward layer needs to be able to speak your audience's language. Yeah. Right. That has to be telling your story in a way that they understand. Right. If they can't understand your language. Yes. You know, if you're speaking a foreign language to them, they're not going to get your message. Mm -hmm. So that's where so many entrepreneurs make the mistake of, I'm going to pick the colors I like, you know, or this could work for now, which is fine sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. when we're starting out. But what story are you telling? And that's when there's those disconnects. And that's where, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of things with brand positioning which is just how you show up in the market, right? So all yeah. of those things with your brand, you're with your visuals. But there's a lot of things that are misattributed to, you know, marketing or pricing problems or this right. or that. But it's all about your brand. It's all about how you position it. Are you mm-hmm. speaking to the right people? Are you speaking in their language? Mm-hmm. You know, what is valuable to them? Understanding your audience's values too. So the the brand and the branding kind of have to converge yeah. in the center, right? Yeah. As mm-hmm. audience versus us. Uh, and the branding is just a little wedge, a little piece of it. <laughs> little appendix. Um, I want to just reinforce something that you said. I can attribute this quote to my dad, but I'm sure other people have said it too, which is, it's not about what you say. It's about what people hear. Yeah. And it's not about what you say. It's about... It, it, communication is, I, I don't even know what the percentage would, would be. I would say at least 80% what people are actually taking from what you're saying. Yeah. And so the idea is, yes, be authentic to yourself. Yes, be true to yourself. Yes, be yourself. Yes, own your story. Yes, like the colors that you end up choosing. But don't forget that like, at the end of the day, the communication is about how it's being perceived. Yeah. And so... You can't live in a vacuum where all you're thinking about is what you like or how you like to do it. Um, It's really my my entire spiel is that it's about finding the connect the 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 intersection of what you are saying and what you are about and what your values are with how your audience needs to feel in order to connect with you. And it's yeah. it again, you're you're still inside of that circle that defines who you are. You're not being somebody else. You're not yep. morphing into what the market is telling you, you know, what you think yeah. you're gonna how you think you're gonna sell more. You're not being somebody else, mm-hmm. but you are understanding what parts of your messaging you need to double down on and maybe sometimes like how to refine that in yeah. a way that will connect even more, that will get you a lot further. So you're still saying the same thing, but at times you're under you're really <laughs> capitalizing on the language and yeah. like you said to your point the story that you're telling throughout your entire business in all these different ways uh through your brand video yes very clearly through that your brand video but also through all of these other elements that are a part of your business yeah oh so oh my gosh i feel like my heart is like stuffed with joy right now from <laughs> this conversation because i just love dissecting the things that we don't see or that we aren't always thinking about but we experience mm-hmm. we sure as heck experience them we yeah. are experiencing everything we talked about every time you come across somebody on social media every time you land on their website this is what's happening behind the scenes and unless you are going to the next level and really engineering that experience you are missing out you're yeah. 
you know, and uh, to me, I just think about the amount of labor and energy and effort that we put into our business. It's kind of here's another metaphor <laughs> that came into my head. I love it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. It's like putting gasoline in a car with tires that are blown out. Yeah. Right. And it's like it's the pouring in of the energy, but it's not getting you very far because you're not looking at the vehicle itself. Yeah. And so you can get places, but it's going to take a whole lot more fuel. It's going to take a whole lot more energy. Lena, I would like to. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say that's what I tell people a lot is one of the biggest things I hear is, well, this has worked for me so far. So why right. am I to change it? I'm like, okay, so it's worked for you so far. That's great. But maybe it's not working for you, right? Is your brand working for you? Is it actually serving? Mm. Because mm. imagine if it was mm. how far you could right. get. And that's such like a such a common box to put yourself in to say like, yeah. okay, I've done it. So it's done. Right. But your brand really is evolving with you as a business owner, yeah. as your business grows. And so if that's back there... And you've kind of mm -hmm. left it behind. Mm -hmm. It's dragging you back. You know, right. it's holding you back behind the car. It's right. <laughs> not even like coming with the car. It's dragging <laughs> behind you. Uh -huh. Totally. Totally. Um, I want, I want, so I love that response to somebody who thinks like, okay, but it's been working so far. I have all these other things to focus on. Why, why should I, why should I focus on my branding? Yeah. Um, the other thing I want I would love for you to share with folks that have not thought about branding in this way that we're uh, discussing it today. What is kind of the initial work that they can go through? So let's say eventually they would work with a strategist like yourself, but what are things they can start doing now to yeah. think about what story they're telling in their business and whether I mean, that business and whether the yeah. business they built actually aligns with their values? Yes. So, I mean, there's kind of, two ways to do it but they both work together so either you can just start literally just journaling just that brain mm -hmm. dump you know what is that goal what is that mission what do what do I see for myself in this mm -hmm. and then looking at okay what do I have already that's that audit part right auditing what you've already been doing mm -hmm. how that can currently be perceived I guess and that that's harder. That's why it's so much harder to do this in reverse, because mm -hmm. you have to understand the perception, yeah, as it currently is. You know, mm -hmm. because that's a that's the thing is we're building brands, whether we think we are or not. It starts as soon as you put yourself out there. So mm -hmm. it's a matter of doing it intentionally or unintentionally. So if you have been doing it unintentionally, what does that even look like to people? Right. And mm -hmm. then that's when it's harder to look outside ourselves and trying to understand somebody else's perspective. And then you have to kind of decide if you need to just overhaul that mm -hmm. or if there's a way to streamline things. Mm -hmm. So or maybe really like pivot from what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and a rebrand doesn't always mean, you know, scrapping a name and throwing everything away. Sometimes it's just strategically putting pieces together. Can you bullet point for me? So what sure. are some elements that we experience in a business um, that tell that story of the brand? Yeah. So definitely the design, you know, mm -hmm. um, your colors, your fonts, your graphics, all of that. But then also your copy. You know, mm -hmm. what is the tone? What is the style you're writing in? 
Are you trying to speak to people very conversationally and casually? Um, or are you, you know, writing more white paper research? Mm-hmm. You know, what does that look like? Uh, your photography style. Mm-hmm. And that goes into outsourcing too then. It's a matter of who's the right person to work for you. So if you know that, you know, you're building a very, you know, high-end luxe brand and you've got your visuals and you've got your tone of voice and you've got a photographer who's shooting, you know, these really high contrast studio shots for you and then you're wanting to outsource, you know, I don't know, a VA or something like that and they're answering in like, all lowercase emails and like a lot of ellipses and exclamation points people are gonna like start to get a little lost right and that confusion this brand is schizophrenic yeah Yeah. but that's what causes the trust issues right what happens when you don't have a plan is Mm -hmm. like okay there's so many moving parts (laughs) like all i think it's just understanding that your story comes through in so many different ways in your business and the to me, what I'm hearing from you is that the cornerstone of the, the the first linchpin, like you said, like the first element of owning that story and having it really, really align with who you are and the business yeah. that you're trying to build and the values that are manifested in that business is having the clarity of what those values are, having the clarity of what that story is that you want to tell really every single touch point between you between your yes. your audience yeah and your brand your name the post the email yeah. the interaction All the, whatever they yeah. read whatever they hear it has to align with that thing that you've built your business upon which is your values so yeah i think it's really i mean in the most simplistic form it's understanding your values in and out having that clarity yeah. of what you want to be perceived who are you? Who yeah. the heck are you? Right. I think that's the biggest thing. And that's yeah. why I say don't skip that. You know, don't mess don't with freaking and all that it. stuff. Yeah. Do that stuff first. And it's not hard because you do know what you want. Yeah. Right? You do know what you want. You do know why you started it. So it just takes mm-hmm. self-reflection to get right. really clear about it. Exactly. It's like a waste of time and money. Right. I see so many people go through rebrand. You're choosing they're all... like the the color of your car seats, but your tires are not fixed yet. So that's how I feel like. Perfection. Yeah. <laughs> going back to that car metaphor over and over, girl. Oh, good. 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 <laughs> um, all right, my dear, we're going to wrap this up. I love it when that happens. The What you just said, which is like, don't shy away from that story. Don't dismiss the importance of those values, right? Yeah. And, and, and do that first. I feel like that is my biggest pet peeve with how we approach like this this entire new age of marketing, which yeah. is which is the way that I kind of describe it is like I I feel like ten years ago we were all focused on marketing from a marketing perspective. We were all focused on look how amazing I am. Look at these awards. Look at these yep. you know the authority throw confetti. Yep. What's that? The authority of it. Right? Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. So how can I position myself? very clearly as the the expert and the person you should be working with because how stupid of you not to work with me and then I feel like this new age is like oh my gosh it's all about serving it's all about your audience it's all about let me just give everything away and I'm not 
shooting any of that down. But I do feel like in the process, we've forgotten that at the end of the day, they're connecting with us as a human. And do not forget that because that is what's going to set you apart from all of these other folks giving value, all these other folks giving tips, all these other folks offering that workshop next week, all of these other folks who are showing up for their audience. At the end of the day, what is going to make you stand out? It's It's you. Exactly. It is yeah. you. It's your values. It's the it's that narrative that we're telling through all of these touch points. So yeah, if I were to sum up our conversation, that would be it. Is that a good way to summarize it? Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, I think that is where our brains meld for sure is <laughs> showing up as the human, right? Like yeah. that, that human element and how unique you are as a person and mm-hmm. how unique your journey has been and translating that into something you can serve with. Yeah. You know, that that is my biggest thing right that that's Mm -hmm. why I do what I do because I want to support women in finding that for themselves so Mm -hmm. they can find that big you know that big success that big goal at the end whatever that looks like you know joyful success though Mm -hmm. right yeah Lena I just had an idea I know that yesterday when we were chatting you were like Pariana I want to do my brand video because I want to show my clients how awesome of a piece this is in their brand branding yeah. strategy journey, uh, how much this is a natural sort of next step for them. Oh, by the way, I love that you. So <laughs> you sent out an email to all your clients that like totally melted my heart, and you were like, "This is the thing. Do that." You know, it's um, and that's not, you know, <laughs> honest truth. It is such a smart next step because mm-hmm. you've already had all that picture you've just painted. Yeah, now show it. Like right. Give people that look into mm -hmm. that story, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is in in to me it's almost like the if I'm were to taking all of these pieces that are are more subtle, if you will, right? As part of that emotional journey through your um how can I express this? As they're experiencing your brand in different ways, whether it's navigating your website, whether it's going through social, whether it's connecting with you you know, little bits at a time every day through social or it's through your email, it's almost like, boom, let's take that all together into one video. So it's like, yeah, it's this one video I can share everywhere. And then after folks have watched that video, all of a sudden, all of these pieces of your story that are hiding together, they come together and and they hit harder because now they're familiar. And now they're just like reinforcing that message over and over of what your values are, who you are. And if there is that perfect fit that they've already felt after watching your brand video, this just like helps it hit home. Yeah. And by home, I mean, they're going to want to work with you a lot, whole lot faster than if you're just trying to feels the feels. That's, yes. Yeah. That's what I live for. I tell people like, I don't care what you think your brand's going to look like. I can. What are they actually feeling yeah. when they interact with you? And how can we create that? Pivot that, change yeah. that, create that. Um Ah, this is so awesome. This, I mean, I feel like if you have gotten to the end of this episode, listening to this conversation, like I have, because I'm recording it right now, (laughs) I I have just seen things in such a different light. Like to me, to me, the cost of not doing this work early on in the business is massive. And we don't talk about the lost opportunity cost of not having that clarity. We are fe- we are focusing on profit first and revenue first and offer first, and I almost feel like why are we making it harder on ourselves to sell 
that's what I'm saying. Strategy is so it's easier. The plan mm-hmm. is to make things easier, mm-hmm. not give you more work. This is supposed yeah. to like streamline your work, it. make right. your decisions so much easier. And mm-hmm. I think people get so confused and intimidated by the idea of a strategy. Yeah. When that that's just like, all right, now we have it's to having a roadmap. Yeah. So the map. Yes. Going back to the car. We're in the car. We got the map now. We don't yeah. have to like second guess if we're making a wrong turn. It's the difference between driving with no map and driving with Google Maps telling exactly where to turn. Yes. I can you do you remember that time in our lives when oh. Google Maps what the heck? We were, I, I think so the precursor to that, I believe, was yeah. MapQuest where you, and you had to print, print it all out. And he put, yes, you had to print it out. And God forbid you were driving alone and you didn't have somebody reading the pages off to you. Yeah. So that was fun that was really and nice. dangerous to drive like that. Yeah. And then um, before that, I wasn't driving. I don't th- no, that's not true. Well, I drove. I actually drove very little. Um in my adult life because I lived in Europe for so long and there are trains and I, I did drive. But yeah, I think by the time I was driving, there was some sort of guiding system. Like, I don't remember yeah. holding out a paper map. map quest. I mean, I had remember the map? like triple A, yes. like in a map. I had the paper map. My dad gave that to me when I got my first car. Oh, and I think God. I pulled it out maybe twice ever. Uh, I had that car for we years. Kids? Right, <laughs> but the map quest thing was serious, especially if yeah. you were lost. Mm-hmm. You know, that I know. Forget it. Forget it. You were. I, how did we even get there. anywhere? Like, how did our parents venture right? out of the house? I think. I think. Oh, you know. Oh, wait. Hold on. Savior. Hold on. You know what was also a thing is that you called on a hardwired telephone. Yes. The person that you were visiting, and they would give you step by step instructions. On how to get to the landmarks. <laughs> landmarks. Really a lot of landmarks. So. Signals like at this, at the third yep. light, turn left. And then at the McDonald's, turn right. But don't go past that speed bump. Like at the first, you know, if you hit the second speed bump, you've gone too far. Come back. Like, oh my gosh, what a life. So that is life without branding. Yeah. That is the image that we need to hit home today. It's like, do you want to navigate like that? Or do you want to ride a self-driven Tesla, although that's maybe not a, a fair metaphor because we we're still like actively putting, yeah, ourselves out there. Yeah, we're actively yeah. like we don't want to be up. on autopilot. I think that is what we get when we build from somebody else's strategy. Mm. When we're like mm. that person did that, so let me plug and play that. Yeah, and then you're still not getting where you want to go. You're getting where they wanted to go, mm. or it won't even yeah. work for you because it's, right, you know, next time you show up, it's not going to be aligned. The wrong yeah. manufacturer's parts in your car. <laughs> you can really take I, <laughs> I have loved all of the metaphors that we have thrown back and forth today. This is my love language right here. Um, and I only realized that when I was starting to work with uh, clients for brand videos. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you're thinking visually all the time. I'm like, oh, I guess I do. Think right? Visually. I mean, we forget that that's yeah. not, not how That's not normal. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's not the regular person. <laughs> Okay, on that note, Lena, I have super enjoyed our combo today. Um, Me too. Traditionally, there is a place that I'm going to send people to so that they can connect with you more. I'm looking at a quiz on your website right now. What? Where do you want to send folks? Uh, you can find me at, it's Brantham, like B-R-A-N-D-F, 
I can't even spell T A T M hyphen quiz.com. Uh, it's all about brand archetypes and music and really bringing your story to life in your brand. I love it. So it's a quiz where you learn how to connect with your audience, evoke those emotions in your branding, and how to stay true to yourself. So all of those yes, things yes. are our mutually shared love language, which I'm so obsessed about. Branthem hyphen quiz. Yes. Did I totally forget? Yes. Okay. Or through my website.com, yeah, or you can go on uh, lenadesigns.studio. So Lena is L E N A dot or Lena Designs altogether dot studio. Lena, it was such a blast chatting with you today. Same. Thanks. I love it. And I, <laughs> I love it. All right. I will see you soon. All right. Thanks, y'all, for tuning into Empire Secrets, and I'll see you on the next one.